good morning and good afternoon, depending on wherever you at the time of this recording. This is episode 86 of the Restricted Zone podcast, and I'm with a great crew today, the three-man crew. It'll be just us. Uh, Kendrick, introduce yourself to the crowd, man. You already know who it is, smartest man on the podcast, as always. Smartest man of the podcast. Let's give it up to him, Just Johnny. Introduce yourself, man. Hello, world. Just Johnny tapping in, baby. Yes, sir. The three-man crew today, and I'm going to let Kendrick take over. Go ahead, Kendrick. Um, okay. First and foremost, I just want to throw out um, shouts, prayers, and everything to Dem- uh, Demir Hamlin's family, him, the Bills, the Bengals, everybody who was involved, the medical staff, the people at the hospital as well. I want to give out a, a big shout-out to them and sending them prayers from that scary situation that happened uh, Monday, Monday night. You know, everyone probably saw the video, the tackle, and then seeing what happened and him falling out, him going into cardiac arrest. It was just all so insane and uh, really touched the hearts of not only people there, but everyone outside donating to his charity, along with um, players talking and everything. And it was just a very touching moment. I just wanted to throw that out there and, make, and just shout out and shout out everybody who was involved. Um yeah. And uh, going and going and going a little bit into that, and just di- uh, diving into that situation. Uh, personally, I don't like. You know, do you think that this happening with him will change how the NFL uh, is like played, or like will this cause drastic change in the play style? Um, I I, I will say this uh, before I swing to Johnny. I think it kind of changes a lot about when in terms of how to approach certain protocols in terms of regards of a player's health, especially when you have a uh, an unfortunate situation is DeMar Hamlin. Uh, uh, God bless him. And actually, there's been actually a little bit of an update. The latest update was that he did begin moving his hands and feet. Uh, he has woken a little bit, uh, still a progress, still, the, you know, a lot of steps, but it, it's only something to encourage you. But I do believe this will definitely make teams more subconsciously uh, focused on whether or not the the process of the player's recovery from the injury and more so is maybe preventing it, but more so is how to react towards it when it happens. Yeah, man. And I just want to add, um, me personally, um, honestly, I don't have much to say on this. I'm just, just thank God. Just thank God that he's okay. And I hope he does make a very speedy recovery. That was, one of the scariest things I've actually seen in, in sports, period, um, that's something like a movie. And I'm very, very thank God for the EMTs and the staff to bring him back. Um, this does um, – I do question how this does play out because I think that was a potential number one, number one deciding game in the AFC. I think between the Bengals, I think they were a game behind the Bills. And uh, I think the Chiefs, I think that they're like the only team who this like – this game should have been finished because I think the Chiefs maintained first place because this game wasn't finished. Um, I thought that they were going to move this game to like a Thursday night of this week, but um, I actually don't know what the NFL plans on doing as far as scheduling. Do they give both teams a tie apiece? Probably not. Um, I, I'm not sure how they decide these records from here going out because that low-key was an important game. I'm, I'm interested to see how the league – basically like um like solves this 
at the end, towards the end of the season with this one game, last game coming up. And we're going to definitely dive more into that later, like near, you know, later on in the podcast. But before we even get into the whole who's going to be number one and everything, let's talk about another, a couple, two more teams in the uh, AFC, actually. Let's get into the Titans and the Jags. Who's going to win that game? Who's going to be the AFC South uh, division winners? Because this, this is what that game is, basically. Like, this is a make or break for both teams. So Certainly. let's uh Certainly. let's talk about it. What you got? What, what's your thoughts on it, Johnny? Dare I say this is actually who'd have thought, right? Finally, how many years in the AFC South is actually like semi interesting, right? How about that now? I gotta go with the Jags, man. I've never said that. I I, I didn't even think I would say that. Honestly, um, tremendous tremendous end towards the season have these and what a run that these Jaguars have been on to even put themselves in this position finally and to make their franchise complete uh, make their franchise uh competitive and uh one of the things I wanted to point out was th- that was interesting was with on the Titan side how they purposely like I'm not gonna say they purposely tanked the game the previous week before against the Cowboys but they basically I guess in a way just were preparing for this game for two weeks. Um, and um, I will have to say, as far as, like, going against the, the Jaguars, I think they're the hottest team. Um, I, I don't trust the Titans as far as their quarterback situation. Uh, Derrick Henry, I'm not sure his injury status. Um, I'm, they, they, he's probably going to force it, if anything. In my personal opinion, he's probably going to play hurt. But either or, it's gonna it should be a good matchup. I got to go with the Jaguars. I got to go with the Jaguars. Travis Etienne, that 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 different Doug Peterson style play calling. Trevor Lawrence, better quarterback than I've given him for that I've given him credit for. They gave him better weapons. Uh, their receiving core is underrated, and that defense is slowly coming together. But it's that run game. It's that run game. Like these guys, they they got hot late, and that's what that's what that's what the. Uh, that's what the end of the season is about. You want to you, you want to catch some fire going into the playoffs. And the Jaguars have been the hottest. The Titans are a little bit limping more. I've got to go with I can't believe Jacksonville. I say they 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 take a division crown this year. I will say Derrick Henry is off the injury report list for their game. He is off the injury report. So hmm. so that that's will, definitely a big factor right there. That certainly is a big factor. Uh, I want to uh, – so Johnny's going with the Jaguars. I, I'm a little bit concerned about their offense. Uh, you got to remember, the last – so the Titans, one thing the Titans and Jaguar is, I think this will probably be a shootout game. It will probably be highly offensive. But that's something the Titans really can't afford to do with the Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the Jaguars, I, I like the Titans, but now I'm hearing what Johnny's saying. I'm kind of leaning a bit toward the Jaguars, but I think the Titans will still put up a fight. They just can't really get into a shootout with the Jaguars. They had to make some defensive stops. Uh, if anything, this will give enough time for the Titans' defense. They're going to have to play a near-perfect game to keep the Jaguars' offense really in check and off the scoreboard enough to help, you know, probably an offense that really isn't – it hasn't been scoring a lot this entire year, but it's been doing enough. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. 
Oh, go ahead, Johnny. No, just real quick. I think I, I th- it might come down to coaching. Doug Peterson does have experience. Um, and and I'm not gonna lie, Tennessee's just got a history of just not coming through at the end. They shoot themselves in the foot constantly. A- absolutely, but I, you, if you say coaching, then Dobbs. Well, he is making his first career start in Week 17. Uh, he mm-hmm. then made his first career start in Week 17, and he also has about a week to really, you know, work on some of the offensive plays and. He's got another week, you know, to really work with the wide receivers going into that game against the Jaguars. But mm-hmm. I get it. Such a short amount of time, and you know, trying to preface some that series of the game. As long as the Titans don't get to a shootout with the Jaguars, I think it's a actually competitive game. It's a toss-up. But I'm leaning toward with Johnny. I got to go with the Jaguars. Okay, two picks for the Jags. I like that. See, I, I wish I could be the odd man out because I thought at least one of you would have said the Titans cause so I could be the tiebreaker, but it's just, it's just, like it's just, just picking on the Titans, like, you know, because I had the Jags winning all the way. Outside, like, like, even a fully healthy Titans, I'm still taking the Jaguars 100%. I'm just, I just don't see how. You know, that offense of Doug Peterson with Travis Etienne, Trevor Lawrence, and the receivers, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, you know, mm. seeing, seeing how well they are and well they've been at the end of the season, you know, and, 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 you know, Trevor Lawrence has always been this good. That's the thing. Last year, you can't, you can't, you can, you can't really hold it to him because we got to go with the, you got to look at coaching too. Coaching is a very big factor. And I feel like Doug Peterson is the better coach in this. I just in that too in turn, but the Titans just has a lot of things going against them. Put aside the coach, doesn't really have enough time to prepare. You gotta look at the Titans' offensive line. Uh, it is tied for seven most sacks given up in 2022. But then you gotta remember it's starting without Nate Davis, Ben Jones, and they're out for the season. Uh, you got Nicholas Petit for his status. He's up in the air. Uh, a lot of a lot of players in the Titans are really up in the air. At this point, it's just gonna be they're gonna put up a fight. They're not going out. Uh, but it, yeah, Jaguars, definitely Jaguars. Um, I, I mean, the only, the, if I could, if I could, I'm not even, I can't even play devil's advocate. I just don't trust him to see that much. But if, if they can put up a fight, they, if they, I can't even, man, but if they can put up a fight, their best bet is to obviously run the heck out the football. i tell you one thing real quick. This is going to be a run-heavy game. If I'm a betting man, bet the under, it's going to be a run Heavy game. E. Travis Etienne mm. and Derrick Henry are going to get fed. I mean, you can make a case. Joshua Dobbs, I think he's got a couple years with Jacksonville, so he might have some maybe like familiarity with that defense on the sideline, but I don't know how much that's going to happen. He would have to have a darn near, in my opinion, 300 yard spectacular game, and Derrick Henry has to have like a 150 yard game. Make no mistake about it, he probably can do it. He's got 13 touchdowns on the year and over 1,400 yards. King Henry was back this year. Make no mistake about it. So, I mean, at the end of the day, they can ride that train. I mean, try to shut down the Jags running game and make Trevor Lawrence uh, play hero quarterback and prove how good he is or can be in the playoffs. But uh, it's slim, but uh, it's slim. It's very slim, guys. Divisional matchup, though. This should be very, very, very interesting. Very interesting. The Titans play their cards right. Like I said, they're not trying to go for touchdown for touchdown, trying to limit the uh, Jaguar. You know, I I feel like uh, the odds are stacked against them, but if they play to the strings while also limiting, you know, the Jaguar strings, I think 
it is a really great matchup, a great battle. I'm I'm ready for it. I know you guys are. I can't wait. And that game comes on this Saturday, so make sure you're make sure you're somewhere tuned in watching it. And then now we're going to go to the NFC, and we're going to talk about the Lions and the Packers. Everyone counted Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs by I think week five, week six. I've seen a lot of people. They're done. They're gone. Get him out of there. Their defense isn't what it's supposed to be. Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers because he does not have Devontae Adams. Mm. The Lions. Now we're going to get to the Lions, too. The Lions, you know, caught fire. Caught fire. I think they won. I think they went on to win like six straight, right? Or they went yeah. like six and one in seven game span? I, I believe so. That's, they had they had, the Packers did lose to the Lions back in Week Nine, but it, it, it's been different. So I, I, I don't know. We can't say the same result next time they happen to meet up. But listen, the Packers are currently on a four-game win streak, striking to get that last playoff spot. While the Lions are sitting there eight and eight, just won won last week. Who who do you who do you uh who do you see pulling this one out? The Lions or the Packers? Oof, the Lions or the Packers. Uh, for the Lions, uh, the Lions did beat the Packers. The Packers went on a run. They're a different team than when they were the last time they did meet each other. This is tough. I mean, I, Johnny, go ahead, Johnny. I, I, I want to get a little bit. I want to read off Johnny. Go ahead, Johnny. I, I want to see where, I want to see where Johnny's head is at in terms of this one. I, I'm really, it's like a toss up for me. It shouldn't be a toss up. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I'll tell you this. Before I go in real fast, I just want to – all right. So what I like to do, guys, <laughs> what I like to do is remind our listeners about previous segments that we have had and how I have called out players before, and it turns out that I ended up being right in a few occasions. Well, guys, I will show you guys my human side because I – got Aaron Rodgers wrong. I was one of those people. We had a segment, I will say again, listen uh, to our viewers and uh, you guys to tune into our previous episodes. There was a segment where who was the most, it was, it was about the most surprising quarterbacks and, that fell off and Aaron Rodgers was at the, at the top of my list and I didn't think that he would have it to get back to, to, to basically turn it around. I didn't think he would have it or have enough of it quote unquote to turn it back around. Um I basically broke them off as well. I am here to tell you guys he is still a bad man. Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers and I apologize. That is a, a, he is still that man. And with that being said, one thing I will this one thing I will say <laughs> do not give a Hall of Fame quarterback an inch to slip into the playoffs. We saw it with Tampa Bay, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have recently just clinched a playoff berth after they were almost counted out as well. But Tom Brady, at the end of the day, pedigree. Pedigree, pedigree, got them in. Now, Aaron Rodgers' case, I believe the same will happen this Sunday, and that seventh seed gets locked up with the Packers. Because at the end of the day, it's not about I, – I, and honestly, I'm – real quick, before I, I got to – I'm going to get to the uh, Lions in a second. 
uh, because Jared Goff, Jared Goff has been pitching heat this past month. Just like ridiculous heat. But before I get to that, I just want to finish up real quick on my apology to Aaron Rodgers. At the end of the day, I do ultimately believe the Packers will uh, win this game and they will lock up that seed just off the base, just based off the fact of who, who their quarterback is. Aaron Rodgers is back. He has gotten that offense together. Um, those guys are clicking. Adam Jones has been one of the most consistent, underrated receiving slash running backs in the league again. Um, those guys are getting together. Jaquan Alexander and that darn Packers defense. Mm. The takeaways that they had in South Beach on Christmas that was part of that run that they had to put themselves in the Dolphins, and They were converting thirds and oof. Are you kidding me? He is uh, a no, baller. No. All right, I put respect on, on Jaquan Alexander's name. He that defense it. has got it together you hear me and at the end of the day they it, it starts with the quarterback he got like Aaron Rodgers he was Aaron Rodgers they gave him a shot there he he put the he that team put them seat but he helped bring that team back that defense got together got together and now they're in a position to take a playoff spot with the Hall of Fame quarterback of that pedigree I got the Packers of I got the, I definitely got the Packers but real quick did you guys want to add on because I definitely do want to get my process with Detroit Lions no, I so I mean so my my biggest concern with the Packers playing the Lions when they do meet up is that so we gotta look at Jared Goff. So he hasn't thrown an intercession since the last time uh that the Packers win streak. Uh they've been going off. And Jared Goff really hasn't been known to throw interceptions and he's very thin he's very protective of the ball. So that's the biggest difference between them playing and then this time them playing. So this is what I'm trying to say about the Lions as well too. And coming up looking at the Lions' perspective. If the Lions turn it into a high-scoring game, and if that offense line can high, can can hold up, Jerry Goff, he can sit back there and pat the ball like he did in the first half of the first matchup back in, I think, 2021. Uh, and if they do that, they'll be in for a long game, a really long game, because you got to think about it. The Packers' secondary, it is coming off the best performance of the year, but I don't trust that they could really consistently cover down the wide receivers down the little. Just like Johnny had brought up, the Miami Dolphins were converting thirds and longs in the first half of the game against the Packers on Christmas. So we got to always factor that in. If the Lions make this a high-scoring game and Jared Goff and the offensive line protects him, I think Lions may pull out with a W, but if the Packers can ride high off that momentum uh, and just exert their dominance, apply pressure from the beginning, this may be Packers' game. I might lean toward the Packers because of the pedigree of Aaron Rodgers, me personally. Go ahead, Kendrick. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was doing a little. I was doing a little extra reading, <laughs> trying to trying to come up with a little things. I had a couple things to say. Listen, Go ahead. This <laughs> is real tough. This is real tough because I'm looking at it and like I'm looking at the lines. And I'm looking at the Packers. I'm looking at what the Aaron Packers, Rodgers is doing. The Packers are like a 4.5 favorites to win the game. Would you take that bet or? I mean, honestly, listen, I'm, I'm. No. I'm taking Lions four and a half because it's, it's definitely going to come down to a field goal. I don't. I mean, I don't, listen. I don't, I just don't see. I mean, yeah, the, the Lions, I mean, the Lions, you know, they their defense can be, you know, has turned it up. But, you know, they still, but it's like. They can it's turn that offensive up. line for me, honestly. Hmm? 
it's the offensive line. They have to do a great job protecting golf. That's their only way to win. Fair, but like they also have to do, but you also have to do a job on shutting down Aaron Rodgers. And of the course. way Aaron Rodgers is playing, he looking like, who are you going to replace me with, Packers? <laughs> I'm going to be right here next year. What are you? What are you talking about? I mean, if you look at this quarterback class, it is mighty strong. Now I wouldn't say Aaron Rodgers it, mighty strong. It, it's, but, it's mighty strong when you got a four time MVP. Of course, ridiculous, right? <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, like, listen, hey, you can you can do that. I mean, he got what? What he then he signed a three year extension. I believe so. He signed a three, and I think it was a little bit over. I think it was. A, I'm not sure. I think now. four, bro. I think four. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, are you really you going to do? Another, is it going to be another Jordan Love situation it's, by drafting another quarterback? Do we really want to waste it? Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You saw what he did with Jordan Love. He said, "Oh, okay, you want to bring in Jordan Love." Hold my tea. And look mm. what he did. Look what he did. He didn't even right. get here. Let's not, I, I let's, not, let's not put the Let's not fair. Oh, go ahead, Ketch. I'm sorry. I'm really oh. sorry. But I wouldn't dismiss the struggles, though. They they were facing with this season. Those were real struggles. No, uh, no, it was. I'm not saying it wasn't real struggles. I'm not saying they didn't. I'm not, I'm not neglecting that. But I will say it wasn't just solely Aaron Rodgers all the time. Aaron Rodgers did struggle. Yes, we can admit it. We can look back at the We can even look back at the Lions when they played them. You seen sure the struggle. Did. You saw it. Goal lines, not finishing, throwing interceptions at the goal line. What? It, no, it's been like almost 500 passes since Aaron Rodgers did that last, the last time he threw. Like, <laughs> but that, that just, that you know, and that's how you know things weren't right. But then, you know, the defense turned it around, and so did Aaron Rodgers. Once he realized there's still a mathematical chance that we can make it, he said, you bet you're darn too, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my team to the playoffs, and I'm gonna quiet everybody. And he literally has a chance to do it this weekend, and I have to say I'm going to give it. It's going to be a close game. Listen, I'll even I'll even predict the final score of it. I was just about to ask you, give me your score prediction. Twenty four to twenty one. Definitely the over. Uh, I'm I, I'm really predicting this to be a high scoring game. So, I, I mean, the over, you know the what? Over, but that's 45. I don't see it being any higher than 43, 44. I know, but I, I just feel like it, it. It sounds right. It sounds reasonably right. But I feel like they they might. I feel like it's gonna be a battle. Like, oh wait, hold on, hold on. Stop the presses. Stop the presses. This is breaking right. news. Just came yeah, out I got it too. I got it too. Bills and Bengals team has been canceled. NFL announced they will not, they will not resume the A and the AFC title game could be played on a neutral site. Hmm. All right. Okay. It's done. Bleacher right. just released it. Um, Adam Scheffner also sent out a tweet and uh tweeted a couple things out as well about it. What are your thoughts, guys? What are your thoughts? What's happening? Oh, man. I mean, what? I kind of. Oh, go ahead, Johnny. Go ahead. Okay, real crap. I to say, if you're a Chiefs fan, you're cl- you're clapping your hands, not for the reason of it, but you're clapping your hands. So I think this keeps them in first place, right? It does it does it keeps them in first place? They got time to prep, rehash. It, and if I'm the this, it, it affects a lot. If I'm the Ravens, I'm 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 waiting. I'm sitting by the radio. I'm sitting by the TV because I oh. want to see what the if what what potentially is going to affect this game Sunday. 
against the Bengals or the net or whenever they match them up against them because that has to be played last. And that's for the division right there between the Bengals and the Ravens. Um, if I'm the Ravens, I'm sitting by, I'm just sitting by the TV. And if I'm the Chiefs, I'm, uh, you know, keep, keeping my feet up. But at the same time, it's very interesting. I think he's got, we're going to have to play this by ear, but this does affect a lot of things. I'll tell you that much. Well, honestly, it really just affects the number one seed and it affects the, 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 you know, Bills, Chiefs, and Bengals at the moment. But, I mean, look, it's not, it's, listen, they, they, listen, I feel like the Bengals and the Ravens are about to have a tough game to see who's going to be crowned. Cause the, the, the Bengals didn't win the division, right? They're still, they're, in, they, so Bengals are eleven. They're eleven and four. The Bills are twelve and three. If the Bengals win, they they basically tied up. No, uh, no, I'm not talking about. That. I'm talking about the division. Like I'm talking oh. about the division of them. Oh, because they're I, both I, they're both they're both made to win the being the playoffs. But yeah, I don't think there's been a division winner. So this AFC North game is very. Uh, it's actually extremely important. Actually, if I'm a Raven, like I said, if I'm a Ravens fan, I'm sitting by the TV. Yeah! Wow! I yeah! Yeah! No! So, because, so like, we, listen, this right. really changes. That changes the whole dynamic because now it we does. really got to sit here and see. Wow! Is it is it going to be the Bengals? Mm. The bank the or Bengals be beat beat the Ravens and now they win the division. They're twelve and four and now they're tied with the. With, I mean, you know, because you know, and like, are they there? And what are the Chiefs doing? You know, how are the Chiefs? Well, I tell you one. And I tell you one thing. I tell you one thing that popped in my head. The real quick side note: the Ravens just can't get out their own way. Look at the Bengals, right? Remember Week Three when I think they started off when they were zero and three at this point, and that O line and oh that O line isn't working. It's the same mistakes last year. Joe Burrow is not getting protection. Six weeks later, look at the look. They started getting on the roll, and now towards the end of the year, they are in contention to take another division title. Why is Baltimore allowing this? They just can't get out of their own way. They remind me of the Titans in certain certain aspects. Um, I'm going to be honest. I can see where you're coming from with that about the Ravens getting in their own way. But let's also not neglect the fact that they do not have their starting quarterback in. A former MVP. Oh, Colin. Colin, we know what that feels like all too well, baby. <laughs> sure do. Sure do. That's why the Cowboys riled up. They riled up. They was riled up. Without, but yeah, know. let's let's not digress. But yeah, bro, it shakes up. We got to play this by ear, y'all. Very interesting. Very interesting about this. this. Speaking of uh, interest, are we are we digressing back to the original topic, or are we still back on this? Oh, we we. I mean, listen, we can go back to the topic of the Lions and the Packers. We can we can we can adjust to. We can adjust to the NFC number one seed since we just talked about the AFC number one seed. What do you guys feeling? Like, talk to me. What, what, what's on your I'm, mind? I'm for it. Let's do it. Yeah. Real, real quick, real quick side note, man. Before we um before that breaking news, we were talking about um basically Aaron Rodgers catching fire and being able and going in high scoring game in Detroit this upcoming week. Um, I have to agree with that, but I tell you this much. Like the the thing that's interesting to me is like the last three weeks, right? On paper, you would want it would it would look. Uh, th- hear me out. It just it it paper like stats 
I'm not going to say numbers lie or anything, but I, I, I promise this is how great Jared Goff has been playing. The last three weeks would make you think that he could survive a shootout with Aaron Rodgers. He, uh, I think it, it would make you, it would give you the false idea, bro. It would no, give you the false idea. No, but no, he is, I did not know he, bro, he had 255 yards against the Bears last week, three, three touchdowns, no picks. Week before that, three, I'm sorry, 255 this past week. 355 the week before that, 252 the week before that. Now, at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers still did his thing. He gave, he gave the Rams 229 and Southeast 238. And he just, can't, he just gave the Vikings, he just basically gave them a 95, 90, a QBR of 96. But it's just the last three weeks, these quarterbacks have been putting up numbers. Each of these quarterbacks have been putting up numbers the past three weeks. And it, I'm excited to see if Jared Goff is just going to grab his cup metaphorically speaking, and then just and just try to go for it. Because at the end of the day, the best way, in my personal opinion, is to, to beat Aaron Rodgers is to keep him off the sideline. But if you're asking Jared Goff for a 300-yard game, you wouldn't be crazy if I was if you were Dan Campbell. Okay. I, I mean, go ahead, Andrew. So um, just to wrap this up, let's see. Who, who, do, you, who do you guys have uh, winning the game? Do you have the Packers or the Lions? Pedigree, baby. Aaron Rodgers takes it. He goes up to Detroit and lights him up. I'm sorry. He, y'all, y'all, let, y'all let him. Y'all let, they let that window open. You know what? I'm calling the upset. Colin? I'm calling the upset. I, I have the Lions beating the Packers. Let's go. I, I love it. I, I got the Lions. Let's go. I feel like Jerry Goff can do it. Jerry Goff, if he can sit back there, hold up, that offensive line can just hold up. This. He can get you 300. I'm going with the Lions. He can get you 300. I'm going with the Lions. I am confident in the Lions. Not great. And he can run the football. Not not benign. And he can run the football. Well well familiar with this team. It's going to be excellent to watch. Great matchup. Can't wait. So excited right now, actually. (laughs) Listen, we got two great matchups. And we didn't even, you know, and we didn't even get to the NFC number one seed. Mm. It's two games. You know, they're not even for the number one seed. And they're already exciting. You love you love you love this time of year with football. But let's get to the number one seed in the NFC. Who's gonna get it? Who is going to get it? Are we gonna have the you know the fan the the, the the um the cruise favorite right here that's on the cast on the episode? Is it the cruise favorite? Will the Eagles beat the is it the G Men they play right? Are they gonna beat the G Men? Or does the Cowboys come in and take the division and the one seed? Never. <laughs> or, or hold on. Let's talk about the Brock Purdy and them Forty Niners. Are they okay. going to do it? Hmm. Uh, give me, give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts. Who are you feeling? Who do you think can really pull this out, Johnny? Uh, Colin? All right. Listen here. Now, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I am biased. But at the end of the day, like I said. We are analysts first on this show. I am a hear me. I am a realist. At the end of the day, I am biased. Y'all know what I believe. But for the sake of the restricted zone, we are going to keep it analytics, and I will be fair. The Eagles. But I'm gonna tell you this though. Let me make it make sense. Right. Let me make it make sense. It's just. I'm not gonna say in a nutshell. It's a long shot for everybody else. But I'm gonna say. It's pretty much our number one seed to lose. But at the end of the day, I will say we had a segment previously about who were the biggest threats to the Eagles. And I named the 49ers. 
I, I, I talked about that underrated defense. One of my favorite young players on there, Mr. Hufanga, a.k.a. Troy Palomaro, point two point oh. Um, I talked about him and his rising status in that defense and how it was coming along. Shout out to D'Amico Ryans. I think he'll be at a head coach. He, he deserves a head coaching interview this summer somewhere. Uh, I, I, let me just give them the flowers again and remind you guys that I am a realist. I said that if the Niners get close, I do not want to see them. They are the biggest threat to even match up with the Eagles or even the biggest threat to even take it. But at the end of the day, I, it's, it's, it's the Eagles number one seed to lose. But, uh, at the, uh, it's tough, bro. It's tough because I think the Cowboys can technically take it based off of a loss by us, but thank God they lost to Jacksonville in overtime because it'd be tied up right now, and I'd be a little bit more skeptical just from the simple fact I'm not 110% sure on our quarterback's uh, health status. I think they're shoving some, sweeping some things under the rug there with that shoulder situation, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, we don't speculate. We, we analyze, and with that being said, I have to stick with the Eagles. I feel like they have not even just the most talent. I feel like it's this point in the season where it's their race to lose. And I think that they get it done against the Giants. Also, based off the scenario that the Giants are in that sixth seed regardless. Um, based off the sake of the division, they might play them. They might play their starters. I strongly doubt it. If they do, we might get a first-half look. I kind of don't like this in the spirit of competition, but we are where we are, and guys are preparing for the playoffs. I think based off stipulations, strictly stipulations, three weeks ago, I'd be biting my nails. I think based off we made it to seven to uh, week uh, 17, and I think based off stipulations, the Eagles close it out just because there's not enough time. Right. So yeah, I see what you're saying. Ken- Wait, go ahead, Kendrick. I mean, Johnny. I see what you're saying, Johnny, but go ahead, Kendrick. Listen, all I want to say is, the way the Eagles take the number one seed is mm. they win. They beat the Giants. The way the 49ers gets the one seed, they win and we lose. And the way the Cowboys get the one seed, the mm. we and the, the Eagles and the 49ers have to lose. We, we would have to lose every game from here on out from the from the last two regular season uh, matches, I believe. I think we'd have to we'd have to lose. We'd have to lose. We already did. This is the last game of the yeah. regular season. Oh, the last game season. So what I wanted a little brain freeze. So what I wanted to talk about in terms of I do have the Eagles winning, but I think like Johnny said, this is without bias. At the end of the day, I mean, if you look at what Philly has done, I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles have been the class of their own throughout the whole season. Not even just the NFC. Let's just talk about in general. They just been a league of their own. Remember, they did go twelve and one. They were they had the undisputed best record in the league. Uh, I think the only. The only competition in terms of not just the 49ers, Kendrick was actually spot on. The Cowboys honestly might have the biggest threat outside the 49ers to the Eagles and that's claiming the NFC East. Think about it. The Cowboys have the personnel to go into Philadelphia. And think about it. We're one and one with the Cowboys right now. They have the, the Dallas has the top three scoring offense. They score about 35 points a game. Listen to me. The Cowboys, they're not a team that we could just look at and just dismiss them. As much as I hate, dislike the Cowboys, they're definitely the team that if I had to put my money worth even more than the 49ers, I think the Cowboys is definitely the threat for us. But I got faith in the Eagles. We stay high in the sky and we look down on all our opponents. <laughs> wow. That, that was bold. That last bar you just said was really a bar. 
And I feel like we got to get that on a t-shirt somewhere. Um, <laughs> right after smartest man on the podcast, Kendrick. Of course, obviously. You know, we got we, we to get the trend. You know, we're you know we're you know we're trendsetters. But listen, listen. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Um, being not even listen. I'm just being honest. As an Eagles fan and as an analyst, I really just really don't see the Eagles pulling it out the number one seed if Jalen Hurts doesn't play. Of course. No, but, I mean But ah, but listen, honestly, I however, however, there's a there's a but in that. However, <laughs> what Johnny said did 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 sound like some facts. Cause he said they might take out the competition because they've already secured a playoff spot and so why start your starters? So the only team that's really pressed is the Eagles and not even the Giants. Because a loss, what, what's, what's a loss going to do? Nothing. They already got the spot. They do, but the, the advantages, it's nothing wrong with getting as much advantages as you can in benefits. So, uh. But like, for, but for what? Like, why, am, why, why would I, why am I putting my starters at risk? But already uh, secured in the playoffs. While the other team is fighting for the number one seed. And I mean, at the end of the day, personally, talking. You know, it was the 49ers. Now I done mm-hmm. talked myself out of the 49ers because of what Johnny said, which was some straight facts. And I gotta, I gotta <laughs> shout out Johnny because he's a smart man. And shout he, out he, he, he even uh, you know, bro. It's just, listen, man, they just can't. Actually, I promise you, bro, thank God that it's just enough time right now. And it added extra week. The Niners, they, it's a long shot, bro. They, they got to beat the Cardinals, and we have to lose. And so that's well, – I'm not – well, see, that's the thing. I, the Cardinals – The Cardinals yeah. ain't nobody. That's, that's, that's another thing. Well, oh no, JJ might JJ Watt might go ham for his last for his last game in his he, career. Right, right. Game. That's what I was begging on too. But I, <laughs> but no, you know, come yeah, they got let let they'll get that right. But I think it's just situations that's out of their control. And I'm not gonna lie, I as a I don't like. I understand it's about the longer picture, but as a football fan, you want to see four quarters of good football. But we're just not gonna get that. We, we the last two weeks, teams have been. I mean, not tanking, but teams have basically made their decisions for the rest of the year. Like with the the, the Titans just dropping half their roster for the Cowboys getting ready for this matchup. Um, like same thing on in other in other teams preparing for playoff scenarios. Um, you had a couple good ones because teams needed to play and win. But um, at this point, we've reached a we've reached a point in the season where everything's just based off stipulation, and I think we slide in off of that. Listen, honestly, just it's a business decision. Business decisions got to be made. And honestly, listen, I'm not saying the Giants are going to do it, but I'm not saying they aren't going to do it. But I'm just saying if you look at the long run in which you want, you want healthy players for the playoffs, then, you know, potentially getting a banged up player for the playoffs, you know. So hopefully Eagles can do their job, put up 35 points in the first half, and then call it quits, take out their starters, and let the, and let the backups do what they do. And... I would say take the over on that game because the Eagles are looking to put up some points. Go ahead, Colin. I think, and more more than anything, I think the Eagles are going to put up some points. But uh, man, this is I I can't wait. NFL season is usually at the best at this time, and uh, I'm telling you, you're a football fan. 
at this point, you're more than ready to for this weekend to hurry up and come so you can enjoy the matchups. I know I am, so with the Restricted Zone crew. Uh, and that concludes episode 86 of the Restricted Zone podcast. So I want to give a big thank you and shout out to my fellow co-hosts, Kendrick. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you. I want to thank the fans and the people that support us tuning in and sharing it with your other friends. We really appreciate the support. It doesn't go unnoticed. We try to go hard in each episode, and hopefully you enjoy the episode as much as we enjoy recording it. You can follow us on Instagram at RestrictedZonePod. You can also follow us individually. It'll be in the description below. We are free, available on all streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, you name it. We're free. We're there. Check us out. It doesn't hurt to click on the share and support and share it with your boyfriend. Have a nice day, guys. Enjoy the weekend. We'll be back.